guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome podcast. Pour yourself your favorite cup of coffee, and let's hop into today's episode. Well, welcome everybody, and welcome to Coffee and Turner Syndrome. And this is Andrea, and Brooke's here. Yay! Yay! Okay, so we thought that for this week we might have a little fun and we're gonna I guess just talk about what it's like as far as maybe some of the funnier stuff about being short when it comes to having PS because most of us are on the short side um and just we could share some of our stories and experiences um because I got a few I just did <laughs> so um we thought we'd have a little fun uh because what what do you gotta do sometimes gotta laugh or you're gonna cry right sometimes you gotta laugh about things so and if you can't laugh at yourself um then what are you gonna do right so yes. always yes. good to take it with some humor and yes have some fun yes. with it instead of letting it weigh you down Yes, yes. So we're going to mix it up this week and have a little fun and uh, share some funny stories. Yeah. Yeah. And just for reference, so I think for me, the biggest question I've always had kind of had to do with my height because I've always had a little wondering how tall I would be if I had done growth hormone. But the average height of a woman with Turner syndrome without growth hormones is four foot eight, which is of note because that's how common being short, noticeably short with Turner syndrome is. So it's a very valid daily impact on your life. Yes. Yes. And for reference, if you don't know, for me in particular, I am four foot seven. Okay. Yes. I am four, well, four foot 11 and a half. I have Very a little, important, that half. Yes. I have a little bit of a half there that I love to hold on to. I was so wanting to be five foot at least before I stopped growing and it stopped like, right, like when I'm wearing shoes. I could probably get away with saying I'm five foot, but I stopped just, just shy of that. So, um, yeah, that's where I am. I, I did not take, I think we probably shared, I probably shared that when we were sharing our stories, but I did not take growth hormones. And I did take growth hormones and also just for reference, if you don't know, so I'm four foot seven. And they projected to try and get me to a height of between five foot and five foot two. Okay. And they thought that I would be able to achieve that because I come from a very tall family. And when I say tall, I mean very tall. Like most everyone in my family is six feet or taller. Hmm. And my mom is five foot eight inches. And so they were expecting they could probably get me um, to five 
feet, five foot two, somewhere in there. Cause I had some natural genetics towards being tall. So um, that was their goal. That was their hope. And sadly, I'm always a fun box of surprises for the doctors have been since day one. <laughs> and they thought, um, okay, growth hormone, we'll get her there. And then in the course of me starting the growth hormone, they were like, she's still not growing. Why is she not responding? And they decided to do some tests and they did some more genetic testing and found out I had a, a, an additional um, genetic condition, which basically really made my growth hormone ineffective. Oh no, <laughs> not completely because I did grow, but it hindered my ability to respond the way that they hoped. And so it, it, it was kind of a battle. Um, and basically when I hit about 17, 17 and a half, I was done. Yeah. And so, but they tried and they talked about leg lengthening surgery on me. And I was like, no, don't need to do that. We're just going to be short. I considered it for a while, but I was like, well, do I want to go through all that to gain, you know, maybe a few inches to get me yeah. to five feet. And I, I was like, that's a lot to go through. And I'm like, I was learning to drive and all that. And I'm like, you know, really, if I can do that at the height I am, then I think I'm okay. You yeah. know? Um, so I was like, I got to be good with being short. So um, ties back to my earlier thing. You kind of got to find the, the humor and laugh a little bit sometimes, you know? And I was like, I just have to be able to own kind of being short. I'm going to be short. It's just the way it is. And, you know, um, if I'm good with it, you know, I'm going to go out in the world and people aren't going to, you know, have a big deal. Um, once I got through high school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh man, I, I remember cause I've always been the type that kind of attracts those kind of jokes anyways like I was blonde very blonde I was short I I was an easy target in a lot of ways and so I had to learn to be like okay well I'm just gonna have fun with it then like I'm gonna learn to laugh at myself if God meant me to be tall, he would have made me tall. So there's that. Right. There's also all of these people that maybe are making short jokes at me. I know not one of them would change it about me. So there you go. Just the True. way it is. And then you can have fun with it. And it doesn't feel like, oh, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know about you, but I will tell you one of the most common questions that I get, you're, you're taller, so you may not get this, but when somebody sees me and my height, what cracks me up, honestly, is how do you drive? 
Oh, that I is a lot when I was younger. I still, as an adult, get that question quite a bit. Like the most common when I hear the, can I ask you a question? Okay. How do you drive? <laughs> and I want to say, how do you drive? <laughs> I drive like everybody else. Yeah. How, well, how do you do it? I drive on the right side of the road and I use the <laughs> gas pedal and I use a brake pedal. <laughs> and I signal. Thanks. I signal. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It I just cracks me up. It's so funny what people, when they realize, because it's almost like their brain glitches in trying to process the shortness. Yeah. So they're like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah. I, I'm not an alien. I do function. Yeah. <laughs> like, to the, you know, it's like, they just have this look of you. And do I, how do uh, I drive the same way that you drive? <laughs> I'm like, are there different rules for the road where where you take short. your driver's ed? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I said, my vehicle is the same. Um, same. I sit in the seat. Yeah. There's yeah. this thing called a steering wheel. Yeah. That is in front of you. I have hands to hold that. Yeah. I steer. <laughs> no, man. You know, and I'm like, of all the questions, you know, yeah. I'm like, that's the one that makes you the most curious is yeah. my driving. <laughs> um, but if you want to know the secret actually for how I drive, because to be honest, yes, I'm short. Um, I do use extensions. Okay. Um, and here's the reason why I drove a long time actually, and I didn't use extensions. And, um, so I was stubborn because I was, because I was tall enough that I could get away with driving without extensions, but I have to almost literally be right up against the steering wheel Yeah. in order for me to be able to reach and have the extensions. And I believe it or not, I was well into my adulthood before I started using extensions like um have you have you seen the movie it was um with uh oh and I had the name of it and I forgot it with the football player um about the um with the family that adopted a football player oh the blind side thank you yes the blind side yeah and there is a scene um where there is the accident and the airbags deployed Yes. And I was like, you know what? I probably, I'm about the same height as the kid when he was in the front seat. And I'm like, I probably, because I'm so close to the steering wheel, if I were in an accident and the airbag deployed, probably not going to be the best situation. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I need to not be so stubborn and start using extensions. So, 
since then I've used extensions and I was like, I don't know why I was so stubborn for so long about it because it really does make my life so much easier having the extensions. It gives me a lot more leg room and comfortability when I drive. So I do go ahead and use the extensions, but I don't use a pillow <laughs> like a cushion or anything. Um, and I did when I first started driving though. I used a pillow when I first started driving. I hated that I needed it, but I did because, well, one, this is going to age me a little bit. When I started driving, there was not like the power seats that went all the way forward. There was only newer cars that had that. So if you had a car that was 10 years old or more, it was not that way to move the seat up and the seat didn't actually go all the way up. So I had to use a pillow in the car I first started driving in because it was a little bit older of a car. So it didn't go all the way up. And in my parents' car, I could just use the, the lever and go farther up and I didn't need to. But in my car, I drove, I had to use a pillow to reach. And um, it <laughs> You feel like this little kid walking to the car with a pillow, but it really, it put me in the right position. So it was good. It was important. I yeah. needed it. Yeah. But, but the steering wheel thing is very, very important because I think about that too with, and my mom has kind of, my mom's an insurance agent. So she sees stuff like that all the time and has for over 30 years. And so she's always telling me stuff that's like, gosh, you're just going to make me afraid of everything. But she goes, honey, you need to put the steering wheel, you need to face it all the way down that it can go because otherwise it's going to hit you in the face. And it's yeah. not going to be good because you're far too close. You need to, and she always is on me about, you need to aim it down. So I yeah. always make sure I move the steering wheel down and so far I feel like that's in a good position for me where I am still fairly close I mean Andrew will get in the car after me and if I don't move the seat back poor guy gets a little squished but <laughs> but if I move the steering wheel down at least I'm safer in that way so I've I've tried yeah. to do that as much as possible but that is important to think about because we are at a much different height than those are built for yeah yeah and it makes a difference, but yeah, I do the, I do the steering wheel, um, too. I, I put it as, as far down as it will sit Yeah. and, um, hoping that it will avoid my face if it deploys, yes. <laughs> but I also, I decided, um, to get a small, um, like a compact SUV. And so about a year ago, actually, it was, I wound up getting a new car and I decided, you know, I think I'm going to see how this is because I'm like, it'll give me maybe some more room. And also they sit higher. Yeah. And the new ones, I like this, the ones that I have, my seats have a lumbar support mm -hmm. and it, it raises the seats raise up so I can sit higher actually. Oh yeah. And so 
I love that technology because it was funny, like trying to drive around with the pillows when I first started driving. And we had a older car too that I started driving on and it was a big car. And uh, so it was definitely interesting learning on that car. Um, that, yeah, it was like I was driving a boat. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. My, my parents had long cars. Like they weren't yeah. wide, but they were pretty long. And so definitely for me with like depth perception with that. Oh gosh. That got. Oh yeah. Me. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> so is there something um, that you get that's kind of common for you or that you find? I've had just a lot of, so I get a lot of short jokes mm -hmm. and I will have a lot of people, like one of my friends challenged himself to tell me a unique short joke that I hadn't heard before because he loved telling short jokes at me. And I was always like, I've heard all of these. Like I, I'm pretty sure I've heard every short joke that exists. And so he just starts rattling a bunch off and, you know, so there was always that with everybody that had that tendency for that kind of humor. I was always hearing short jokes from everybody, but yeah. there was also several times where people like that knew me really well and had been around me a lot, but I guess had just never before then really paid that much attention to how much lower than them I was when they stood next to me. So they'd stand next to me and look over and look down at me and go, wow, you're short. And I'm like, I, I have this moment of wanting to respond with, wait, what? When did that happen? Yeah. What do like, you mean I'm short? I am? What? And it, it's just really like, funny it's just baffling that they would take that and they're like, wow, you really are really short. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. And thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> yeah, like, no, really? Dang like, it, there goes my bad career. <laughs> like, dang, what happened? I have my try, I, I have tryouts <laughs> next week. I was going to start my basketball career. Yeah. It's just, I want to be like, no, I'm not short. You're just over tall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it's funny because there's this picture that goes around every once in a while on Facebook of, I can't, there's different images that have been put with it, but it's always like this girl standing next to something that's a lot taller than her. And it says, God doesn't, how does it put it? God doesn't let things grow past when they need to or past perfection or something and some of us didn't take as long <laughs> i've seen something like that i like that oh yes oh it's, yes this is really funny and really cute so i like that yeah that's i think probably just moments like those are what catches my attention the most because the short jokes kind of just roll off my back now yeah you know, it's been yeah. 31 almost 32 years of hearing 
<laughs> you learn to just laugh or go, <laughs> good job. Okay. Like, okay. Or got that out of your system. Check. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Got that out of your system. <laughs> yeah. The worst part is when they don't know that you're kind of done trying to find it funny. Yeah. So yeah. they're still trying I, to laugh when you're sitting there like, okay. And they don't know like, wait, I thought you were going to find that funnier. <laughs> I'm like, I've heard that one how many times now? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, thanks. Yep. I know. Yeah, that's usually my challenge too. I'm just like, if you're going to crack a short joke, you better make it good. And one that I have not heard before because. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard them all. <laughs> you start to be like, it, it's almost like a, oh, that's a really good one, actually. Good job. And it's like, oh yeah, nice. That was, that was a good one. So, solid effort. A for effort. Yeah. Good job. A for effort. <laughs> so one of my favorite memes, just because it's so relatable, well, two, one of them is image of a girl who's trying to climb the shelves like at a grocery store oh. and like trying to reach the top shelves mm -hmm. and that always gives me a laugh because that's so relatable because I'm like every time yes. I go to the grocery store I'm like trying to climb and it's usually yes. something at the very top shelf that I need and I'm like trying to stand on my cart or I'm like trying to <laughs> stand on the shelves and trying to climb it and um Oh yeah. And then, uh, doing laundry because, yeah. um, I happen to, um, have had for quite a while. Um, I don't anymore. Um, but my washers, my washer and dryers have been front loaders or I mean, top loaders. And yeah. so I have to literally dive into the washer to get clothes in and out yes and so it's so relatable I see I see like I've saw a meme where there's somebody that's like like stuck in a halfway like in. halfway hanging halfway yeah. in in the washer and that's, I'm like that's so that's so me yes oh yes I have a very funny story for the washer uh-huh uh, embarrassing, but really, really funny. <laughs> so speaking of top loading washers, I was doing laundry and I was switching a load from the washer to the dryer. And I got almost everything out. There was like a sock or two at the bottom of the washer. At the very bottom. Sock. Yeah. <laughs> and I leaned over. I, you know, I would be that meme if you could have seen me. I was literally, my feet left the ground. I was hanging into the washer, trying to reach it. I was balanced very unwisely on my rib cage. And heard and felt a pop. Oh. I, I thought I had broken something. 
And then that is not the type of story you want to have for breaking something. When somebody asks you, how did you break your rib going, doing laundry? One is just confusing. Two is equally embarrassing. (laughs) So I was in so much pain and I freaked out. Like I had scared myself with all of that. So I figure out that most likely what just happened was basically I slipped a rib. Mm. I didn't break anything, but it like popped really badly and it decently hurt. And I have never done that again, but I was sore for like a week and a half. It was bad. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, so. Oh yeah. That was my dealing with the issue of, so now to avoid hurting myself, if that happens, I either, you know, you, you learn those tricks of how to reach for stuff. So I would use something else to grab it or have Andrew grab it for me. Which feels really silly also, but if the alternative is me jumping up on the washer and nearly hurting myself, probably still a better alternative. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't want to be taken out by a washer. No. Mm -mm. I was really, because I called the nurse line to be like, how do I even tell if this is broken or not? Because it really hurt. And I heard the crack and pop. So it scared me. And so even just telling her what happened, I'm like, this sounds so ridiculous. (laughs) It makes me think of that commercial too. Like when you talked about the nurse's line, the help I fall and I can't get up. Make it, can you imagine making a call? Help, I'm in the washer and I can't get out. Yes, yes. Yeah, because literally my feet left the ground and all I was doing was balancing on the edge of the washer trying to reach. Yes. I also, for the grocery store one, I very much relate to that one. You do, so I will either be using something else, like take something else off the shelf to reach the very top and like jump, trying to knock it off so I can get it. Oh, I do that too. Yep. Or trying to climb, which I'm always like, you know, you do the side eye, like looking like, is anybody else on the same aisle as me right now? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Thankfully. Okay, I'm climbing. Yeah. Thankfully, I've had a couple of times where somebody that is tall enough to just reach it will have mercy on me. Just be like, do you, do you need that? Do you need help? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny, though, is when I'm in the middle of mid-climb and yeah. I'm kind of like almost there, though, and somebody's nice and trying to offer, like, can I help you? But I'm like, at this point, I'm like hanging on the shelf. You're like, I'm, I'm already like, committed I'm to this now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm good now. <laughs> Thanks. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, 
Oh my gosh. That's probably like my biggest challenge is grocery shopping. I tell you what. Oh um, yeah. Because they always put the stuff you actually want on the highest shelf. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. what, why? Why? Yeah. At least put it eye level. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cruel, cruel, cruel. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to climb. I'm going for it. Going for it. Oh, yes. I was always, so I have very, it's a unique talent you learn for getting stuff on high shelves when you don't have a tall person around to help you. Yeah. I used to, when I was little, we the house I grew up in that my parents still live in it it has a fireplace and we had a set of the fireplace tools right next to it with you know everything the shovel the poker the clamps whole nine yards and when I was home alone and I needed to reach something in the kitchen I would grab the clamps from the fireplace set to grab it very handy for that yeah or to reach the chain on the fan to pull it to turn the fan on or off or down or the lights if I couldn't reach that I would pull it with that <laughs> so oh when, yeah when I was little my mom would like if we'd be having a fire <laughs> she'd be looking for it she'd go Brooke where are they because she would guess that I was the last one so they grabbed it <laughs> to grab something. Oh, yes. Um, it's amazing. Like, you you just have to be creative. Yes. And uh, got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Think outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. I was putting strings on stuff and. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I have step stools. Like I have a couple of step stools actually. And I mean, you just gotta be prepared. I um, actually, speaking of like, I had to rig my car because my um, trunk when, because it's now sort of SUV style, it's a compact SUV. The, the, um, The trunk goes up. And I can't reach it to pull it down. Oh, yes. I have to use the handle that's inside. Depending on the incline my car is at, uh-huh. I have to jump to grab it. Yeah, I, I'm not tall enough to, I can, if I jump, I might be able to get to it, but I can't get a good enough grip on it to then be able to pull it down. So um, I rigged a string inside that handle that's in there. I rigged a string. So that's very, very handy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I'm trying to find like a good, uh, small step stool. That's not too bulky that I'm going to put in the back there too. So just in case I need to like use that, I can, because sometimes I'll forget to like pull the string out and I'm like trying to get something from the back out of there and oh, yeah. it will go all the way up before I could pull the string out. So just in case, 
then I can just use the step stool and step on there and then pull it down. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I have a step stool that I mostly use just in the kitchen. But the funny part is, so in preparing for like preparing our house for kids, logic says don't put breakables where they can reach it right of course right well the difficulty with that is some of that's gonna put it out of my natural reach also yep so I have to be careful where things go like if it's something I'm using every day it needs to be farther down otherwise I'm well, at least I'd get my exercise if I was up and down on the thing. Yeah, all the time. you're going to be getting your steps in. Yes. So yeah. it's those little things in life that I guess you don't think about until you're living with it. Yeah. So like when it's not your normal to have to do those things or think that way, I could see how somebody looking in is going, what are you doing? Like, I just got to make it work for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I, know. I worked in a commercial kitchen and everything was up high. So yeah. I would use, like, I would use tongs. I would use whatever I could find to knock stuff off so I could get it to, like, I had to. It was my work. I couldn't just constantly wait for somebody else that was taller to grab it. So... <laughs> So my coworker got used to it. He's like, oh, I know you'll figure it out. And I'm like, oh, I will. Yeah. Oh, my coworkers, sometimes they'll see me because uh, they don't have a, they don't have a ladder um, at work. Now my main job, I don't generally need to worry about um, something that I can't reach. Mm. However, there's a few times where to get some things I've had to like get on the chair. And so they get nervous. Like if I have to clean, even sometimes if I'm trying to clean or dust something like clean my desk or like, you know, clean my cube and dust and stuff. And I have to get on my chair and because there's not a step stool or anything for me to use. And so they're looking at me on this rolling chair and they're kind of like nervous for me. And I'm like, I've been doing this forever. Like, come on, I'm good. <laughs> I know my limitations, guys. I've got I, I know. Yeah. I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> it's funny, their reaction all of a sudden. I'm just like, I just get up on that chair. And they're like, you ask for help? I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm just used to having to accommodate, you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, I just see a chair. I'm like, solution. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. You do. It's, it creates opportunities for lots of comedic moments and lots of outside of the box thinking. It really does push your creativity because you can be looking at something on a high shelf and go, huh. How am I going to get that? Yeah. Look around you going, what tools do I have? (laughs) Yeah. What tools do I have? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You got to be creative. Yes. 
So, okay. So if you, okay. So I got a story. Okay. And <laughs> this probably has to take the cake. Uh, and I've heard a lot of pr probably the combination of the funniest reaction and this might actually be going like what in the world <laughs> so this lady all right so um I used to donate plasma and occasionally sometimes I still do mm -hmm. but I used to regularly help and donate plasma and I happened to be going to um the place that's local that I used usually would go to to donate plasma and I was checking in and then getting ready to get in line. And there was a lady there who also was frequent in uh, donating. And she sees me. And normally, like, you know, you just wait your order, right? When you check in. And she wanted me to move ahead of her in the line. She goes, yeah, can you move in front of me? And I was like, why would you want me to cut in front of you? Yeah. Um, um, I'm thinking, well, you know, at first I was like, well, that's nice of you to offer, but, you know, it, it's not a big deal. She goes, no, I need you to get in front of me. I'm afraid of short people. What? Yes. Like fearful of short yeah. people. Yes. And actually she didn't use the word short people. She used the word midget. Oh. She goes, I'm afraid of midgets. That's just. Yes. Insulting and disappointing. Yeah. And I, want, I was thinking, I was like, um, she's afraid that I'm short. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, of, of the things to be afraid of, okay. But <clears throat> I'm like, wow, I've never had that reaction before. Yeah, no. That was the craziest reaction I have ever had yeah that's and that does I have seen and heard a lot wow yes I mean <laughs> what did you respond I don't even know how I would respond to that well because I was in like such a public place um and around a lot of people, I was trying to not start anything. Yeah. Um, and uh, I told her, because um, I, I don't, I, I was debating, I'm like, is this a moment where I'm actually going to be able to maybe enlighten her and help kind of educate her a little bit? 
and I didn't know that it was going to be the best opportunity where she was going to be receiving that or that I was going to be able to suddenly alleviate her fear. Yeah. Um, so I basically, cause there was a lot of things that I wanted to say and, um, I was like, yeah, Um, trying to just like, I'm like, do I say something or not? Because it's one of those moments I'm like, I don't necessarily want to let it go. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to cause anything at this moment. Yeah. And I just want to get through my donation process and go on my way. So that's basically what I did. I just let her be. And I said, well, I appreciate you letting me go ahead and step in front of you and left it at that. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Yeah. But I, that was probably one of the ones that's, that would take the cake because I just, I mean, I've had a variety of reactions, but I'm just like, nothing like that. And I'm like, how do you become afraid of short people? Yeah, I don't even, I I don't understand where that would even come from. Yeah. Like, what about it? I know. I'm like, have you never met another person that's short? Yeah, I mean, so are you afraid of kids too then? Because like, what? Yeah. They're shorter than you. So are you afraid of them too? I Mm -hmm. I don't understand. That's- I do not either. Baffling. Yeah. Yeah. See, and the 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 struggle becomes those are the moments that stick with you. Uh-huh. Not somebody making cutesy short jokes, just having fun with you. And you know, they mm-hmm. I mean, because most of the people, most of the time, 99% of the time, all I have ever experienced is someone that loves me just joking around and having fun with me, giving me a hard time in that manner. Not actually trying to make me feel bad or devaluing me in some way or trying to put me down or anything like that. Right. And sadly, it's those other moments that stick with you more. Yeah. 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 Which is just disappointing. I I know, I know. Uh, And like, I don't know. I just, I was, I was baffled. And generally, most times, you know, it's pretty much something that is, not meant with any ill intention yeah you know and sometimes you know like when people are asking me how I drive and all that stuff most times those questions are 
like people are genu- genuinely curious yeah sometimes I'm you know I kind of like okay <laughs> but you know it's it's like how you put it, it it's it's more cutesy it's it's not met with any ill intent yeah and but yeah um you know and the people that that tease me generally you know I know that they you know they do it just more out of like hey it's because I like you and I care about you and stuff and it's just like I feel like I can have fun and you have a sense of humor about it and things like that yeah and I'll be the I'll be the first one to kind of laugh at my height or if I'm having to do something and I'm like, yeah, I look kind of silly doing this, you know, at the moment, like I definitely will, will probably be the first to kind of laugh at it or be trying to be the first to make the short joke. Yeah. Um, and, and most of my friends, it, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because sometimes they're like, are you okay with that? <laughs> I'm like, it takes a lot to get me like really like upset about it and I try and have a humor sense of humor about it but Definitely yeah you to have a thick skin mm-hmm. but moments like that I'm telling you yeah I've had one moment like that in my entire life and that was a kid in high school no yeah I think it was early high school years um he started out as a friend and I don't actually remember what happened but he there was a a disagreement about something like there was a breakdown of the friendship about something and he called me an oompa loompa oh just trying like I know he didn't actually think about me in that way, but he was just trying to do something that he knew would get to me. Mm-hmm. Just whatever came to mind that he thought would prick me and get under my skin. And I think the part it like, I, I knew I wasn't like, it, it's so ridiculous thinking about it. And you know, most of the time, that's how kids stuff like that is. It's just silly. But I think part of why it's stuck in my head is because you do have to learn to have such a thick skin that it becomes almost a second job maintaining your mentality with that. So when it feels like you're actually like in a way that you may not feel confident in being poked at and told, basically one of your insecurities is valid. That kind of gets to you. That that's hard to let go of and just let breeze off out of your mind. And so, so I think moments like that and what you experienced are just why even more 
it just has always made such a difference for me when I can be like, it, no, but I, I, I need to remember that it doesn't matter. My height is not something that's the end of the world. Right. Would I rather be a little bit taller? Of course. Would certain things be easier if I was? Of course. But it's not the end of the world. And I, yeah. I'm i doing just fine at the height I am. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And I always, you know, I, I'm, I will, you know, be thankful um, because I have a fear of heights actually. I do too. Um, yeah, I so I, I am quite often actually now. Uh, it took me a while, but um, you know, I definitely am thankful that God made me short because I'm like I'm closer to the ground and I like it that way. So it's, it's all good. Like I'm built low to the ground um, for um, for performances speed, but. <laughs> like, you know, like a sports car. There you go. Um, but anyway, no, I, uh, I, I like being close to the ground. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, there's advantages and disadvantages to any hype you're at. Oh yeah. There has been, I mean, yes, probably the majority, like of my attention gets caught by the times that I have to ask somebody to grab something from a top shelf for me. But yeah. in reality, it's probably equal amounts of times where I've been asked to crawl under or next to something to reach something because I'm smaller. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. There, there's advantages and disadvantages. And that is just, you know, I don't have the strength in height but I can I can crawl into spaces yes so. yes and I do that in turn I'm like hey oh it's lower I got this like yeah. I can I can do those things easier so um yeah there's advantages and disadvantages and my aunt like my mom and my aunt were tall as teenagers and, you know, when you're six foot two and you're a teenager and you're like 12 or 13 or whatever, they, you know, they have kind of opposite problems. Oh, yeah. And like my, my aunt, she would talk about, um, especially my aunt being as tall as she was, my grandma would have to sew like lace at the bottom of her jeans to kind oh. of extend the jeans. Yeah. Because... I can, I have the benefit, I can shorten my jeans, no problem, but it's yes. harder to get longer jeans. So, yes. um, you know, it's, it's, everything's got its, uh, oh yeah. My mom always talked about one of the things she used to tell me when I was younger, she was like, honey, you will never have to worry about being taller than any guy you date. And I'm like, well, that's true. Yeah. And yeah. Um, oh gosh, the whole 
mending things is a whole other conversation and we could talk about petite jeans not actually being petite yeah because i still have to roll them up yeah me too usually <laughs> so you know when you yeah and when i was a teenager i could shop in the kids section and find a size that fit me and still find better length now yeah. as an adult, i can't get away with that as easily <laughs> it doesn't work now but yeah yeah something that i found is it's definitely kind of uh when it comes to that i mean i have to have stuff altered but yeah you know like my mom and my aunt you know it was hard for them to find things that were long enough for them especially my my aunt and then speaking about the dating thing like my aunt at six foot two it's hard to find a guy that's going to be taller than her yeah and a, a, especially in high school a lot of the guys it, oh, yeah. you know they would be shorter and it's like you can't wear like shoes like high heel shoes because she would yeah. like be even taller yeah. And so it was always a challenge, but fortunately she found surprisingly, but it was, it was good. Um, my uncle who's actually six foot seven. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, no, I think he's about six foot five, but my cousin, his son is six foot seven. So we got him tall in my family. Yeah. And they always ask me what happened. I just blame well, it on my brother. I usually <laughs> say, I'm like, well, my brother had to have all the height. There you go. That's like my mom. My mom says I stole her blonde. Uh-huh. So you can say he stole the height. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was fun sharing stories. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do that from uh, time to time is, is share some of those. Yeah. And definitely want to hear um, your stories. Yes. So let us know your stories. Yes. So we can have a little fun. Yeah. If you have any short stories, well, stories about being short, I'll, I'll phrase it right. that way. Yeah. Share them to our Instagram account. Also yes. follow our Instagram account if you are not already. It's just at Coffee and Turner Syndrome Podcast. And I will link it in the episode description. And follow us and share your stories. And we would love to hear them. It's always fun because that can be like a really light topic of like, oh my gosh, the situation I was in because of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I think there's something that I'll have to post to the Instagram actually, because I have this picture, um, that is one of my, I have one of my favorite shirts, um, that I like to wear during Christmas mm -hmm. and it says, I'm not short. I'm elf size. <laughs> That's great. I used to have a shirt yeah. that said, I'm not short. I'm fun sized. I had that too. I loved, loved it. That's oh great. yes. Yeah fun stuff well thank you for having some fun with us and hearing our stories it was fun to share them with you guys yeah and make sure you subscribe to the podcast 
And um, let us know if you have any topic suggestions or ideas for future episodes. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Turner Syndrome. If you would like to support the podcast, I do have listener support set up on Anchor. And if you'd like to leave me a voice message, I would love to hear from you. Make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out. And I will see you guys in the next episode.